The Giants made some news. They like the way Kafka works it. As they promoted him. Gave him a promotion. After screaming at him relentlessly, taking away his play-calling duties, you know, and all the public relation issues that went with that, they decided to bump it up and call him the assistant head coach. Sure, why not? What does that really mean? What it means is is it's trying to smooth over some issues with Mike with with Kafka and do a little public relations. We're sorry. So sorry. We know you wanted to go to Seattle, but we said no, so we're going to make you an assistant head coach. Now, I don't know if you could play I I, I don't know if you can play games with it now, and so if he gets interviewed for uh like only, I mean, they could block him on an offensive coordinator job anyway. But if you if you call him assistant head coach, does that even make it more? Oh, it's a, now it's a demotion. It's not even a, someone tries to pull that game and say, "Hey, we're we're uh, interviewing him for a, a assistant head coach." Now we got that covered. But I think that's exactly what it is. Look, I I don't know. They're, they're still talking. Might not call plays. I have no idea. I think Kafka is a good head coach. A uh, good coach. Excuse me. Right, he's he's had multiple interviews last year, this year. He hasn't, you know, been offered a head coaching job, but he's been I think he was called back at two different spots, both in Seattle and I was it Carolina? He was called it he was called back for multiple job interviews uh for at two different spots this year. He's a good coach. He did a good job at Buffalo. He's done a good job for the Giants. And we'll see. I think I prefer him probably calling plays. I, I certainly just want to make a decision. Have him call plays or not call plays. But now he's the assistant head coach. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, Dable, now that the you know the coaching staff is somewhat settled, uh, just go about things. But here, here's the question I have. And you're seeing reports, right? And it's kind of been mixed reports. Uh, a couple days ago, I think it was uh, you know Jordan Renan or different people talking about he would not be surprised if the Giants move up to get their quarterback. Now we're hearing how much love there is for Daniel Jones. And, you know, I think, you know, the idea that there's love inside the building for Daniel Jones is fine. Like, I, I, I respect his ability, and I respect the guy he is, and I'm sure he's a hard worker, but they can't, you can't allow respect for a player to cloud your judgment. You just can't. You have to go out and get a franchise quarterback. There's just no other way around it. He's injury prone. That's a problem. And if you want to say, like, as in the rep- the reports that, you know, they lay a lot of the issues, much like you do, much like you callers do, much like you fans do. They lay a lot of the issues of Daniel Jones at the feet of the offensive line, the inconsistencies with the offensive line, uh, the injuries to uh, obviously the offensive line, as well as Saquon Barkley, as well as Darren Waller. Uh, But ultimately, the issue isn't necessarily that he was awful last year, which, by the way, he was. The issue now is Daniel Jones is unable to stay on the field. I mean, that's really the main issue now, is it not? Again, the neck injury popped up. So two years ago, he has a neck injury that, you know, we weren't sure it was his career. Like, that was a talking point. Ultimately, not it ended up not being the case. But it seemed like somewhat severe that that was even a discussion that we could be possibly talking about his career. He had surgery on his neck. And now this year, that neck injury popped up again when he got hit, and then he blew out his knee. So you're talking about two of the last three years having neck issues and now a blown blown knee. And who knows when he comes back and the money he's making. Like, it doesn't make sense anymore. Now, he's going to start this year, and, and uh, trading him is out. You know, the report has trading him is out of the question. Yeah, no doubt. You know why? Because who the hell would trade for him? 
you you'd be hard pressed to find another partner willing to take that contract from him off a torn ACL. There is no value to Daniel Jones. He has no value. That's why there's no trade. Now he's going to start this year one way or another, and he's going to have an opportunity to up its value for whether the, either the Giants or another franchise. Could you see the Giants, even if they draft a quarterback, give him two years if he plays really well next year? I mean, maybe. Love played that long. You know, Love has been uh, someone who was holding the clipboard that long. It's 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 uncommon and not what I would sign up for. But the Giants have to look past Daniel Jones and their affinity for him and their respect for him and the the slight slim glimpses we've got from his tools. Because I do believe the tools are there, although he hasn't been put in, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, he hasn't been put in a great situation to show those tools, but they aren't good enough to elevate the team. They just aren't. They haven't been, they're not. And now he's injury prone. If the Giants, you know, right now, again, I, I, I don't know how else to say it, the Giants should draft a quarterback, plain and simple. They should move up and figure out a way to draft a quarterback. If they can't do it, they can't do it. And I'm not saying take any quarterback at six that even if you don't love them, you got to find a way. And then take I would take a quarterback in the second round if I can't get one with the six pick. I'm, I have to have a legitimate idea that I could develop a young talent quarterback that's with that some level of prospect. I just have to. But if I if I'm the Giants right now, if I'm Joe Shane, the last thing I'm focused on, the last thing I'm focused on, is a path moving forward with Daniel Jones. If it happens, if it surprises us. I'm open to it, I guess. You know, if they can't get a quarterback, if they can't trade up, if there's no quarterback there at six, if they don't feel there's value in any of these guys, they don't like these guys, and they have to play Daniel Jones next year, and he happens to play well, then I'd be a fool to say you can't move forward from there, I suppose. But it seems unlikely considering the injuries, considering the way he's played, I got to move on, and I got to try and find my franchise quarterback, my game-changing quarterback. You just have to. You just have to. So I don't care. We can read reports. You know, this one, that one. Daniel Jones is no longer the guy. And the sooner the Giants realize that, the better off they'll be. And then the sooner they realize that their strength and what they do and what got them this job is targeting, drafting, and developing young quarterbacks, the better off they'll be as well. Because before he was ever a head coach, before he was ever screaming on the sidelines, before he was ever winning playoff games, before he was ever winning best coach of the year awards, he was developing quarterbacks. That's what got him this job, Brian Dable. And, you know, the only thing left to do with Daniel Jones is to figure out a way to keep him healthy, and I don't know if that's plausible. It's over. It's over. The Daniel Jones era for the New York Giants, unfortunately, is over. I had high hopes for it at one point or another, but it is over. Move on and figure out a way to get a franchise quarterback in this building. That's it. Develop him, come up with a plan, sit him for a year, spend the next two years putting together a better roster, giving him better options that probably don't include Saquon Barkley, by the way. The more and more I get closer to the year, the more and more I think it's best to just let Saquon Barkley go. I think that's probably the best-case scenario, unfortunately. Draft a young running back, put that money elsewhere, 
Go sign one of these. Go go sign Mike Evans or a, a legitimate wide receiver to go along with you know maybe a wide receiver you could draft in a deep wide receiver draft. I'm I'm go go pay a, a defensive back. God knows you could use some depth at the cornerback position. Nothing but young kids back there. Bring use money to bring back Xavier McKinney, like, and then go find a young running back in the draft. That's what I would do. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Keith from Staten Island. What's up, Keith? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up? I'm talking about the Giants. Yeah. Um, I think we gotta get rid of Daniel Jones. Can you uh, can I you mean, turn down the radio, buddy? I'm sorry, I'm hearing myself. Oh, I'm you. sorry, buddy. What's okay. it to you? Yeah, my bad. That's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Daniel Jones, but I think it's it's just time to let him go, man. You know, everyone's talking about the offensive line. Like, yeah, offensive line sucks, but. You see Tyrod Taylor come in. You see this this dude, no name from Jersey, come in, cutlets, and like they all play way better than Darren Jones ever played. I don't know about ever, but any uh, other than the most better than he played this year, except for the one half against the Cardinals. But yes, Tyrod Taylor I mean, at like, least what, threw the what ball. Point do you draw the line? Yeah, you know, like maybe it's Daniel Jones. It's, like we need it's a, no doubt. It's part, no doubt. It's part Daniel Jones. People, people will tell you, and thank you for the call, Keith. People will tell you that it's 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 strictly offensive line, and you're going to rue the day, McMonagall, and he's going to prove you all wrong. And uh, blah, 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 blah. it's just not. I'm telling you, you you guys, you don't see it. Daniel Jones is part of the reason. Daniel Jones is part of the reason he gets sacked so much. Daniel Jones is part of the reason they don't score points. Daniel Jones is part of the reason, not the whole reason, part of the reason. And to just throw it at the feet of the offensive line is a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake. Because you're right. Tyrod Taylor came in with the same offensive line, right? I, I, he was still playing while Andrew Thomas was out. Andrew Thomas, you know, came back uh, for, for a lot of those games, but really was never the He kind of didn't, was hampered a little bit the entire year. But at least, at least he threw the ball down the field. Like, Daniel Jones was incapable of doing anything this year. Anything this year. I, I I think it's time, unfortunately, to move on from Daniel Jones. I think it's time to move on from Saquon Barkley. I respect Saquon Barkley, and he'll go be great somewhere because he's a great running back. But right now, I don't think this team's ready to win. I think they should be in a mode where they draft a young quarterback, bring in Daniel Jones, let this quarterback learn the offense, go find another running back in the draft. Everybody else does it. Everybody else does it. Like, look at the the Cleveland Browns lose Chubb. Did their running game go to crap, or did they win 11 games? Like, you don't need, you just just don't need the running back. It's a devalued position for a reason. If you're going to get a great one like Christian McCaffrey, yeah, but let's be totally honest, as much as I like Saquon Barkley and think he's a dynamic running back, Christian McCaffrey, he is not. He is not nearly as good catching balls out of the backfield. And he just doesn't, he's not as good overall. There's one Christian McCaffrey. That's it. There's one running back in the entire league that I would put that kind of value on. One. He's it. So to give him money or franchise tag him and be on the books for $12.5 million or like I respect Saquon Barkley. He's a leader on this team. They're better off with him, but I think that's like, you know, oh, look at the numbers when he plays and when he doesn't play. Yeah, well, they go into the year with him as the starting running back. Like if they brought it, if they brought in a better option, it may, maybe it wouldn't be as dramatic. 
if they didn't just go to their bench when he's gone and have Matt Breida be the guy. But for me, this Giants, it's a, it's a transition year. I think they have to probably do it. They should have done a year ago. What the what what the success of year one changed for this team? The, the, they need a bunch of roster. They need a, a whole bunch of moves in the roster, and they need to draft and develop a young quarterback and begin kind of a rebuild anew on some scale. Get a quarterback in here. He sits for one year. You have two years. You have this year besides the draft pick that you'll take on a quarterback. To build this roster, you'll have all of next year's draft and whatever, and you'll probably have a somewhat of a losing season and a somewhat of a high pick and go about building this team again and and hit the ground running next year, 2025, with a young quarterback knowing the offense and ready to hit the ground running with Dable coaching him up, who turned, you know, Tommy Cutlets into a household name. Tommy Cutlets went from not being able to throw the football against the, the Jets to being a household name beating Green Bay on Monday night where everyone was having cutlet fever. 